Coming up, the week starting 14th of January 2019 will be the Get Focused Coaching Program. Now, this program is designed to get you focused in your sport. It will be a six-week live coaching program with me. I'll teach you how to concentrate, how to overcome your nerves, how to stay mentally tough, not giving up when you're losing, how to perform better in your tournaments, your competitions, how to train better so that it improves your performance when it counts and much, much more. Now, to register on the wait list, just go to my website, tiffany-mica.com. There will be register on wait list for Get Focused Coaching Program. Click on that, register your email address, and I'll let you know when the course is open and ready to sign up. Now on to today's episode. from the Tiffany Micah podcast and welcome to this past week's daily TIFF episodes. I thought it would be really interesting to put these all together and, and especially because we're leading up to Christmas and so on and just to remind you that what we want to be able to do, especially as we approach Christmas, is allow ourselves to wind down mentally, physically, um, even if we're, you know, with the food side of things and, and just how to manage ourselves throughout because there's a lot of parties on, you know, there's a lot of events we go to. It's quite a, a, a busy period and it's all about making sure that we manage ourselves correctly, really. And so that, um, and, I, and I don't want you to think, oh, it's just about getting through Christmas because some people will go, oh, I can't wait till Christmas over is over, whereas I think it's an amazing time of the year. I love it and I never want it to end. But it's also managing the parties, managing make your sleep, managing your fitness, managing your you know, your mental side, managing the, the, the types of foods you eat and how to ensure that, you know, you don't blow out and, and, you know, all of a sudden put on five kilos over the next couple of weeks and all of that kind of thing, you know, how to manage yourself. So these daily TIFF episodes that I shared last week is really focused on ensuring that you do that. So make sure you listen to those and then I'll catch up with you at the end of uh, this episode. Well, what we're going to be doing this week, actually, is we're going to be looking at how to manage ourselves leading up to Christmas. So today, what we're going to be looking at is really how to manage our mindset leading up to Christmas, because as you're well aware, this is a really tough part of the year, and it's it's also a really exciting time of the year at the same time. And it's a time where, you know, mentally we start to wind down, we really start looking forward to a break, and it's a well-deserved break as well, and we feel at times just, you know, especially this time of the year, we're trying to get through each day until that break comes, and and I get that because I, I feel like that at times too, you know, just... Okay, it's getting close. Christmas is only you know a few weeks away. Starting to wind down mentally. 
uh, you know, just just getting through each each day until this break comes along. And you know, I love Christmas. I absolutely love Christmas, and I love everything that surrounds it. But the thing is, too, is I also get tired. And I don't know, don't know about you, but with me, I know I get tired. And and the reasons around that is because obviously you work really hard, but from a mindset point of view, I really work really hard on my mindset. So there's all these specific activities and morning miracle routines, meditation, evaluation. I'm always constantly working on read, you know, reading as well, working on improving me. Right? So I, I work really hard on, on doing that on a, on a daily basis. And, you know, I hear that all the gurus um, a lot of the time. They've, you know, you've got to work at a really high intensity level all the time. And I don't know about you, but I know I can only sustain like a really high intensity type level for usually around two months, and then I find that I start to get tired. And and I'm not talking just the physicality side of things and everything that I do physically, but I'm talking about the mental side. You know, the early morning starts, the late finishes, you know, it all starts to stack up. And and what I find, and maybe you're the same, that my intensity starts to decline. And I find with me I can only push to a certain point. And it's not the fact that it's, you know, I only get to this certain level and that's it. It's, it's not about that. It's just that I get to this point where, you know, where you feel like you have this, they talk about the half, the cup half full and so on. I always feel like my cup is overflowing because I've inputted so much information into my mind, worked really hard on improving me and, and, and doing everything that I possibly can. So... You may you may do the same. I'd be curious to know what you actually do. What what comes up for you? Do you work at that intensity? And in the past, you know, I used to keep going until I just couldn't function. You know, I'd be so exhausted that I just wanted to sleep and rest, watch TV, and do nothing. You know, like really veg out. And I actually don't like that feeling. But when I've got to that point, that's what I what I've always done. But what I find that works really well and, well, works better, I'll tell you, I'm always a work in progress, so a lot of it's trial and error. But what I actually start to do is I actually start to ease back. So once I hit around that two-month mark, which was you know early de- December, I noticed that I started to feel, feel quite mentally fatigued and so on. So what I start looking at doing is I start working on planning planning out the essentials that must be done. So you've hit that two-month, you know, that eight-week, nine-week sort of period, and you've only got like, you know, three to four weeks left, and especially of this year. And so what I find that I, I start to, to dial back a little bit, I, I ease back a little bit, I don't try and push as hard because I know if I keep pushing, I'll get to that point of exhaustion and I never want to, get to that place because it takes me two, three weeks to recover and I don't want to operate that way. So what I start to do is I start to ease back a little bit and start to just focus on on the essentials. So for me right now, the essentials for me, most important things for me right now is 
is doing, you know, doing these episodes. This is a big focus for me because I want to make sure that, you know, you're looking after yourself as well. You know, I meditate every second day. I don't have to do it every single day at the moment because I'm, I'm easing myself back. And I have this, you know, big routine that I do of a morning leading up to starting my day, this morning miracles routine and so on. And what I start to do is only just do bits and pieces of it as well. So I just start to wind back because, like I said, I don't want to feel really exhausted getting to Christmas and then feeling so exhausted that I can't enjoy Christmas and enjoy that Christmas week leading up to the new year. And so I I look at it as like a tapering because what we want to be able to do is, okay, yes, we work hard and intense and all of that kind of thing, just like an athlete, all right? And then what we want to do is we want to start tapering back towards that, that lead up of you know, the change of the quarter or the change of the year. So you want to wind it back. And and in sport, we call it tapering. It's like easing back. And usually in sport, you, you're tapering back for two reasons. One one is for, you know, you may be leading up to a major tournament or competition of some sort. And the other one is also for recovery. So what we're, what, and what I'm in, pressing upon you today is really we're looking at some recovery time okay so what we want to do is we want to taper back and ease ourselves back so we still want to be doing something just we don't have to be as intense and just winding back a little bit so that we can actually get prepared to actually have a break and that's what I'm working on over these next two weeks is I'm just starting to wind back a little bit not work as intensely as I have over these last nine weeks and just just winding back slowly still doing the major and the most important things that I believe that need to be done also not totally neglecting everything but like I said just winding back so that when Christmas actually does arrive and it's not too far away that I can enjoy the week of Christmas. I can enjoy that week leading up to the new year. Take some mental downtime and and feel quite relaxed and 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 recovered and really ready to take on the new year because it's I don't know about you, but I've got some big plans for next year and I hope you've got some big plans too. But we want to make sure that we're managing ourselves well. So that's just a suggestion on um, how to manage yourself, especially your mindset around leading up to, to Christmas and so on. Just look at it as, as an athlete and you start easing back and start tapering back because we want to work on some mental recovery now so that you can enjoy that time that you do have off. And also, you know, you'll be mentally more mentally prepared and everything for the for the following quarter and leading into the new year and setting the type of goals and achieving the type of goals that you'd like to achieve. So that's what uh, I suggest that you can apply for the next few weeks. Part one about how to manage yourself with food leading up to Christmas because. I feel it's really important that we have this broken up into two sections because there's some information I want to share with you about in part one of really how to work on how to manage yourself. And then I actually will share with you in part two, like what you can actually do, like the actual steps. Okay. So this time of the year though, there's lots of parties on, isn't there? There's lots of foods that we don't normally eat. You know, there's so much yummy food I love this time of the year. And, you know, we may drink more than normal. I'm not a drinker personally uh, as alcohol, but I know that, you know, some people will like to have a few more drinks than what they normally do. And 
the thing is, is we tend to let ourselves go a bit as well. And what I find is that if we let ourselves go too much and, you know, our bodies, not only our minds, you know, because of the, the food and the, the type of drink and so on that we're putting into our bodies, but what I find is that our bodies can get quite sluggish and, you know, we may add on a few extra kilos and then we're going to put bring out this dreaded scale and, you know, and weigh ourselves and, and, and start to, you know, then you're going to start to feel guilty about having a good time and so on. And, you know, look, it's all fine that you want to enjoy Christmas and, and the parties and that. I'm, I'm with you. I, I love that. I love going out and so on and going to parties and catching up with friends and, and family and all of that type of thing. It's, it's good fun and the food. I love the food, right? But after Christmas, Christmas, you know, especially when we, we move into the new year and the resolutions come out and then we start talking about how we're going to lose weight and, and the problem is that, you know, those few extra kilos that we've put on over the December period is, you know, it gets a little bit tougher, especially as we get older for sure, but it gets a bit tougher to lose the weight and, um, you know, it's almost like some of us go from one extreme to the other, you know, we're quite diligent about with, with our food, but December comes around and it's almost like we just like let ourselves completely go and we, you know, we go to a lot of parties, we eat a lot, we drink a lot and we, we then put copious amounts of pressure on ourselves that, oh, you know, we've got to lose that weight, that extra bulge, those, you know, those extra kilos and so on that we've whacked on throughout December, especially because, you know, of what we've actually done, right? So the thing about, uh, you know, being so intense and expect our bodies to go through this boot camp style situation in the new year we've set that new year's resolution we're going to do this we're going to do that and in the first two weeks of the new year you know we go all out work really hard but it's almost to the point of exhaustion is like i can't keep doing this there's got to be a better way there's got to be a better way to uh really manage ourselves better with with food especially over the christmas period and here are some 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 suggestions again for you i've got two like i said i'm going to share with you in the next one uh tomorrow um actually like a step-by-step plan on what you can actually do around food but here's a better way so rather than completely throwing out your your fitness workouts and everything out the window you know, just work on maintaining your workouts. You may want to do something every day and there's certain things that you can do. And, uh, you know, I've got a, a plan on how to help you around that in the, the, not this next following episode, the one after that. Um, but even if you just, even if you just did some exercise every second day, do something, something's better than nothing. Because if you go from one extreme to the other and you go from being really intense to having completely doing nothing, especially over two, three, four weeks and so on, it's just going to be so much harder to come back. And what you're better off is doing is, okay, we'll just ease, ease out. Like I talked about tapering yourself with your mindset, you can do that too. And just maybe do it every second day or something like that or tra- or mix up your, your training or your workouts and so on because you don't want to make it so hard to come back. It gets hard when you come back, especially if you've left it for a few weeks. So that's one thing. So just work on maintaining your workouts, even if you only do them every second day. That's fine. But as long as you're doing something, okay? 
And then the second thing is really mix up the calories, the amount of calories that you have throughout the day. And what I mean by that is if you have a high calorie day, like a party, right? And the thing is, is don't feel guilty about going to the party and enjoying the food and all of that. doesn't matter. Okay. Just enjoy it. Enjoy the moment, all of that kind of thing. But maybe the second day, right? Make, make it a medium calorie day. So rather than having a super high calorie day, um, the following day to back it up, we actually want to start tapering off, right? So rather than going from a high calorie day to a low calorie day, how about we go from a high calorie day to maybe a medium calorie day, maybe around sort of the 1500 calories or something like that. So we're, we're just getting our body to readjust. We're going to just ease off a little bit more and then, you know, lead into the third day and have a low calorie day, you know, sort of around the somewhere under the 600 calories or something like that. And there's a way in which you can do that that's actually quite manageable, which I'll share in part two. But what you want, what the, the message I want to get across to you today is, is you want to fluctuate your, cal- your calorie intake each day. So if you can have a high calorie day one day, well, change it the next day. Don't let your body get used to having high calorie days. And obviously if you have high calorie days day in, day out, then this is where the weight comes on. But if you actually start working on mixing the the high calorie day, medium calorie day, low calorie day, and you keep mixing it around, your body won't adjust to it, okay? Because you keep changing as, oh, okay, 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 far out, okay, it keeps changing, right? We don't want the body to adapt. So I'll explain how you can do like a high, medium and low calorie day in the next episode. And I actually do this um, this structure that I'm going to share with you in part two pretty much all year round. It was it helped me um, really take off an extra. All of a sudden, I had an extra ten kilos. I was carrying about you know two years ago, and I was like, "Holy fuck! Where did that come from?" I don't understand and so on. I thought, oh, you know, everyone says as you get older, you know, you put weight on. Well, no, that's not true. You can take the weight off and you don't have to be like that and adding extra kilos every year and so on. That's baloney in in my belief because I'm walking proof that you don't have to be that way. But uh, I'll share with you just a really simple format that, that I fiddled around with and found something that worked for me. So this is what works for me. I'm not necessarily saying it will work for you. You have to trial and error, but I'll share that with you in in the next episode. But like I said, better way, try you know, maintain your workouts, even if you're only doing them every second day, something's better than nothing. And really number two is, is mix up your calories. So you have a high calorie day, low calorie day, medium calorie day, and so on. Just make it fluctuate each day. How to manage yourself with food leading up to Christmas, part two. Actually, this will be quite an interesting episode for you because it's really about how to manage yourself with food and, and you can do this leading up to Christmas, but you can actually also apply this for, for year round. And I tend to follow this structure most of the year, actually, uh, simply because, like I said in the previous episode, I was carrying an extra 10 kilos a few years ago and I was like wow how did that happen why did I what I put on that weight and it was just that I you know I actually ate too much you know I was eating I was still eating all the good foods um you know very healthy sort of person I don't mind the odd chip and the odd chocolate and lolly and, and all of that kind of thing I've got a real sweet tooth but 
how what I found was that I was still eating too much of the good stuff even and uh what my how my body my body wasn't responding the way it used to as I as you get older it doesn't you know we need to find different ways for the body to respond when you're 20 it seems to just drop off no matter what after a week but as you get older it seems to take longer and so we have to find a way in which we can work on managing ourselves so that we don't have this you know this big yo-yo sort of thing going on we can actually take the, that extra weight off and really not have to worry about ever putting you know extra weight back on because we'll we'll know how to manage ourselves and that was a big thing with me is that I just like I said I, I was starting to eat a little bit too much and I had you know I, I guess I was a little bit more relaxed my husband's quite relaxed when it comes to food so he'll just eat anything and I was like oh you know some of me was like oh, well how come he can eat that and I, I can't so I used to pick up some of his habits which was not so good but um which I knew better anyway but anyway so what the, the the message I want to get across to you today is is that you don't have to completely let go and you know really worry about what's going to happen next year and, and deal with okay well over the month of December for example I'm going to just let myself go I'm going to eat whatever I want and I'll deal with it next year the problem is if we do that is that we do add a few extra kilos and the problem with that too is that it gets harder to lose them and so we go through this process of oh you know I've got to do this really intense workout new year and you know, it, it can be quite discouraging and so on. So we want to work a way in which we can be managing ourselves around food so that we don't have this thing when we get to after New Year and go, oh, no, I've, you know, I've added an extra three kilos or I've added an extra five, how did that happen? And, you know, I shouldn't have done all of what I had done over the, you know, the month of December and so on. So this is my typical week um, that I'm going to share with you what I tend to do virtually every week and it does fluctuate a little bit. You know, if we go away or something like that, I have to be a little bit more flexible with how I do it. But majority of the time, you know, most of the time obviously I'm at home. So I make sure that this is my typical week and even though I, you know, I work a lot at different various golf clubs and so on, I make sure that I take the type of food that I actually need to make sure that I'm providing for my body and so on so that I'm not I'm sticking to my regime so this is this is an example of what I do through the week okay so Monday you know like every morning I'll have a protein shake I'll there's a particular brand of protein shakes that I have there on my website but I find that they're, they're great simply because they're filling and I get that protein because really what we should be doing with our bodies is Every two to three hours, we should, when we have a snack, we should be putting protein in. Okay. And the research shows, depending on our body weight, I think it shows somewhere between 20 and 40 grams of protein each time that we're going to eat something. So you want to make sure that you're aware of that too, by the way. So Monday, you know, I'll have a, a shake for breakfast and usually it'll be about two to three hours later. And again, the shake itself is under 250 calories. And so, then from that point on, like every two to three hours, I'll have some foods, a meal or, or some type of food that will 
obviously that's very good for my body, so some protein and, and some vegetables and so on or, or a plant protein or, or something like that. But I'll, I really work on keeping it around about no more than 300 calories but somewhere around the 250 calorie mark. So every time I then eat from that point on is sort of around the 250 calorie, sometimes a little bit more, but base it around that. So if you're doing that every two to three hours, you're not looking for food. Um, but you're getting your metabolism to to sit at a better level so that it's you know it's burning because we want the metabolism burning and it just makes things much easier whereas you know a lot of people have a big meal for breakfast or sometimes they don't have anything but then they find that they're starving and they they'll eat all the wrong foods because they're so hungry around morning tea time and and then they you know may do that for lunch and afternoon tea and then at night really hungry and and you know, eat more than what they should. So if if we base it on if you have 250 calories every every couple of hours, you'll find that you, you you're not going looking for food, and your body's being sustained as long as you're putting the right foods into your body. Okay, uh, Tuesday's pretty much the same, right? So shake for breakfast, 250 calorie meals, and so on throughout throughout the day. And at night time, yeah, it's around about that too, 250 calories. And, and sometimes I'll throw in a shake because I have a sweet tooth. I don't know about you, but I, I do have a sweet tooth and I throw in a shake for, for dessert at times because that stops my craving for sugar. Okay. So I like to try and manage my craving for sugar. There's other things that I do throughout the day and I tend not to crave sugar throughout the day. I'm pretty good but at night and it's just more of a habit that I've had over the years is like I like to have something after dinner so having a, a low calorie shake with a lot of protein in it is actually quite a good thing then Wednesday I have a very light day really really light day with regards to calories so I'll still have a shake for breakfast but then about I usually find around about three hours after that I start eating some just some really light snack food but not much so for example at the moment I'm going through a phase of just having like and I'll tell you exactly 10 chickpeas every hour after that all right so I do then do that right throughout the day and just have the 10 chickpeas every hour that satisfies me in the sense of um, putting a little bit of something into my tummy to stop me feeling so hungry and also I'll drink um you know a cleanse for life product which helps cleanse my body, but you can also drink water as well. But it's all about getting some, you know, fresh fluid and, and so on. So you're helping flush the, the body out and also having a low calorie day. So notice, you know, the Monday, Tuesday, you know, probably around 15, 16, 1700 calories, somewhere around that sort of frame, Monday, Tuesday. Wednesday, again, a very light day, so maybe around under 600 calories, somewhere around there. Super light because what I want to do is I don't want my body to uh, adapt to what I'm doing Monday, Tuesday. I want to change it up and also give myself a light day. And at night for dinner, I'll have a, a, a protein shake. And if you've never done anything like that before, you may find a little bit hard to adjust. I've been doing this for, for many years actually, but um, it, it does get easier. And, and I find the middle of the week works best because I've done, you know, light, super light calorie days on other days. You know, Monday, I've tried Monday, I've tried Friday, I've tried uh, not so much Saturday, Sunday because I like Saturday, Sundays to be more free for for me to enjoy, whereas 
I've tried Mondays. Mondays are okay, but I find the middle of the week, and I've done Fridays as well, but I have found it's nice to break it up in the middle of the week. So, because I find that coming Friday, I like to relax a little bit more too. And and Mondays, you know, I've come off a day, a Sunday, which I'll share with you in a minute, but Sunday where I've had, you know, more calories than probably I would throughout the week. And so it just takes my body a little while to adjust. So I don't try and shock it. Okay. So Thursday is pretty much the same as Wednesday, reasonably light day, uh, shake, and then every you know, every hour after the shake, you know, I have the shake and it lasts for me two to three hours and then every 10 chickpeas every hour and so on and, and have a, you know, drink and, and so on every every hour and so on. But at night I'll have a dinner, right? So I'll have a, you know, protein with vegetables and stuff like that. And sometimes, I'm again, I may have a protein shake, but you'll find that by that second day you're actually not as hungry so because your body's adapted, okay? And then the Friday, then I go back into just normal, like what I do Monday, Tuesday, eat every few hours, um, have no more than 250 calories and then have dinner. And again, you know, on a Friday night, oh, you know, I start looking for something sweet, so I'll move into a, and have a protein shake or something like that. And then Saturday, I'll, I'll pretty much do the same as what I do on the Thursday, which is, you know, have a protein shake. Then after about two to three hours, then start having like 10 chickpeas every uh, every hour and then have a drink. And then at night, I'll have dinner, but also have a treat at night. So if I want to have a lolly, I'll have a lolly. If I want to have chocolate, I'll have chocolate. The thing that I really like having is honey and oats. I know it's a bit boring, but I, I really like the sweetness of the honey. Like I said, I've got a sweet tooth, so creamed honey with oats, I love it. Um, so I do have tend to have that on, on a Saturday night. And sometimes I have chocolate. Sometimes I buy my husband some chocolate or some lollies, and, yeah, I'll have some. And then on Sunday, no judgment, no guilt, no whatever, just have eat whatever because I promised myself that if I was going to modify the way I eat, I never wanted to feel like I was going to deprive myself. So I will have bread on Sundays and I will have, I'll eat anything, right? whatever tickles my fancy, so to speak. I'll just eat whatever type of food and I won't feel guilty about it. And that was the promise that I made to myself. So when I was um, going through this process of trialing an error and how I was going to drop some weight off my body because I was you know I was really struggling I thought okay let's let's test this my theory out with this structure and let's see what happens and like on Sundays let's just eat whatever you want to eat and don't feel guilty about it and it works really well it works great for me so I was able to like I said able to drop quite a bit of weight but also I dropped a lot of body fat and what's happening now, as I keep continuing down this path of just mixing things up, the, the body fat is slowly coming off even more and more. So it, it, it's easy, right? So it's manageable. But over Christmas, you can find that, you know, you get more parties and there's more temptations and you want to really enjoy the times that you're out. And, and, and I want you to enjoy the times you're out. Don't feel guilty about it. Really enjoy it. But the days that you're not out, the days that you're not at a party, will then lower the calories, right? So every two to three hours, have just 250 calories of, of food and maybe throw in a lighter day, like, like I shared with you what I do on a Wednesday, very light calorie day. And you'll find that if you mix it up, like I've said before, your body, your body won't adapt to what you're doing. It'll just keep 
you know, you want to keep your body guessing. So that's where if you keep fluctuating the amount of calories, your body's not going to adapt. And this is where we can manage our, our weight and we can manage ourselves around food and we'll feel so much better. Okay, so it works quite well. It's worked really well for me. If you want to talk to me in greater detail, I'm here to help you. So you can just send me an email at tiff at tiffany-mica.com and we can discuss it further. But that's just a suggestion on uh, that. What, what that's what works for me. It may work for you. You won't know until you try it, but don't just give it a couple of days. You'll need to do it for probably about a week or so. Well, today what we're going to be looking at is just how to manage your fitness leading up to Christmas. And this is really about looking after your body. So we've looked at how you can manage your mind, right, the mindset around leading up to Christmas and, and what you can do there and, you know, also looking at giving yourself a mental break and so on and, and how you can manage the, the food side of things around um, how to look after your, your body as well. And what we want to do today is we want to just look at some simple things in how to manage yourself with your fitness leading up to Christmas because, as I've talked about this week, it, it's really easy to let yourself go, isn't it? It's, it's so easy to let yourself go, go to the parties, oh, okay, well, I won't go to the gym today or I won't do a workout today or I won't go for a walk today and so on. But the thing I want you to be aware of is that I want you to be aware of that it's so much harder to come back once you've decided, okay, I'm not going to do anything, especially if you leave it for, for quite a few days. It, it, it is much harder to come back and, and it can affect you, right? Not only physically, but I mean mentally as well. So, and the other thing too is we can get used to not exercising, Right, So we can go, oh, you know what, I'm not going to feel guilty about it. I'm not going to worry about it. I'll just tackle it next year. But the thing is, is the, the longer we leave it, the harder it gets. It gets harder to come back and exercise, especially when you get into the habit of maybe even like not doing it for a week. Oh, no, well, I don't need to do that. Right, so... I really believe it's all about really mixing it up and, and really how we want to do it is we want to mix up you know everything that we're working on. So we, we do want to have some cardio workouts. We do want to have some strength training workouts. We do want to stretch. We do want to have some stability and balance and so on. That's really important. But how can we do that? What? How can we mix it up? And there could be simple things, right? So if you, if you don't do strength training and you only tend to do cardio and so on, maybe every second day you do, say, for example, Monday you do cardio, Tuesday you stretch, Wednesday you do cardio, Thursday you stretch, Friday you do cardio and, and Saturday or Sunday you do a, a nice long stretch or you do some yoga or something like that. Or instead of stretching, you know, replace it with yoga, or, you know, so you've got that stability, balance and, and stretching element in there. Um, it could be other things where every second day you could be doing some strength training. You know, maybe one day you do cardio, the next day you do strength training. Next day you do cardio, the next day you do strength training. Next day you do cardio, next day you do strength training. But also at some point you need to throw in some, 
you know, some some stretching. It's really important that you, you're also stretching out your muscles, okay? We don't want them to be completely tight because that's what leads to injuries and so on. So we want to make sure that we're still working on our body becoming flexible and stretching can be quite a relaxing process and an, quite an enjoyable one, even though it you know, can be a bit painful, of course, when you're stretching your body, especially if you're not used to it. But it can be quite a relaxing thing and, and your body, actually, if you do spend the time stretching your body, it does feel lovely and and relaxing and therapeutic I find that especially when I was younger I never stretched no I don't need to do that no I want to just get into it whereas now you know I really appreciate how stretching helps my body I think you know as we get older we get more wise anyway um but here's another suggestion like you know maybe you want to do quite a number of strength training you're just changing up the, the different types of strength training on different muscles but perhaps maybe Monday you could do cardio and strength training and Tuesday you just do stretching and strength training and Wednesday you do cardio and strength training and Thursday you do stretching and strength training and Friday you do cardio and strength training and maybe Saturday or or Sunday or over the weekend you just focus on just stretching out your body or you might do a yoga session or something like that but the thing is is you don't have to feel that you have to be as intense as you have been if you don't want to. But it's just about mixing it up, especially leading in into Christmas, making it really enjoyable. And, you know, you can back off like tapering, like I've talked about earlier in the week, tapering yourself and winding back a bit. And you could work at 50% sort of intensity if you want to. But I don't want you to stop altogether. Don't just throw it, throw it aside and... Look, two days rest is great and it's fine. You can have two days rest, but don't leave it much longer than two days because research shows if you leave it more than, than two days, you, you, all the work that you've done is, you know, you start to lose it. So um, even though you may be working at only 50% intensity, that's okay as long as you're doing something, right? But don't leave it for too much longer. It's just... It's just making sure that you're still keeping active, you're still just like more or so in a, in a maintenance mode and you're not completely winding down, you're just managing yourself, okay? So how we want to do it and, and you know, everything that we've discussed this week is, is really about managing yourself leading up to Christmas because it's quite easy to let ourselves go, you know, this time of the year everyone starts to feel quite tired and, and wanting to have a break and it's just learning and, and tweaking and trial and error and all of that kind of thing of working out ways in which you can manage yourself, not feeling exhausted, but feeling like you're just tapering off, still doing something, but just making it a bit easier for yourself and not feel guilty about it. It's okay. So there you go. There's some really simple strategies that you can use into just winding yourself down mentally making sure that you're looking after the fitness side of things don't completely neglect because we don't want to make it too difficult to come back and also with the food side of things I find that that's always seems to be an issue with a lot of people as oh well I'll just worry about it a new year I'll have a new year's resolution and da 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 you know look manage manage it well when you go out enjoy do what you want to do eat what you want to eat but have some downtime as well down days where you're just going to reduce the amount of calories you intake and just so that you one that's great for your body because your body doesn't get to adapt with what's going on and and two just to give your body some recovery time um flush it out a bit 
have some low calorie days, drink a lot of fluid, a lot of water, I mean, <laughs> you could take fluid in any shape or form, but drink a lot of water, flush your system out uh, so that you're recovering from, you know, the, the parties and so on, and also your body's not going into uh, that, that place where we don't like it to go into the sense of putting on weight and so on. So it's just all about helping you manage you. So I hope you enjoyed those daily TIFF episodes. Make sure you you just um, well, I wouldn't say make sure, but just I'll, I'll encourage you to just just do those types of things in throughout the the month of of December, and don't put pressure on yourself that you've got to do this and you've got to do that. But just we want to ease in, enjoy, but also be able to manage yourself so that from a recovery point of view, after you know the Christmas and New Year period is over, it's just going to be much easier for you to then take on 2019. So I hope you enjoyed those those daily tips. So I'd love it if you could share with me what you like best about what you heard today. Also, would love it if you could leave me a five-star review and share what you like best about what you hear from all these episodes that you get throughout this podcast. That would be absolutely awesome and I'd really appreciate it. Come and join the Reach Your Potential with your Facebook group because I want to help you achieve your goals. If you've got friends that you know that would benefit from these episodes, please share them with them. That would be absolutely awesome and I'd appreciate that as well. And dream big, believe in you, go after your dreams. Have an awesome day. Take care. Talk soon. Bye-bye. Athletes and entrepreneurs, or if you're just someone who just wants so much more out of your life, are you working so hard you put the effort and the time in but you're just not seeing any results? You think that you have to work even harder because that's the saying, the harder you work the luckier you get. But you're working harder but why isn't it working for you? It's not working because you have not set up the foundations you must have in place. You have not set up the systems you must have in place. You have not set up the habits you must have in place. Without the foundations, without the systems, and without the habits, you will continually struggle. You will continually get frustrated. You will continually get burnt out. You will doubt yourself and contemplate giving up. This is why I've set up the First Bounce Coaching Program. You will work with me and together we will create your plan to achieve your ultimate dream step by step. We will create the ultimate belief and confidence you need to achieve your ultimate dream. We will create the success systems and habits to achieve your ultimate dream. The systems and the habits you must have for the foundation of success. If you're an athlete, entrepreneur, or you are just done with how life is and you want so much more, go to tiffany-mika.com, scroll to the bottom of the site, click on the First Bounce Coaching Program. This is the foundational program to success. Fill out the application form, then you'll receive a free strategy call from me to see if you are a good fit for the First Bounce Coaching Program. I look forward to working with you. Dream big, believe in you, go after your dreams.